السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله سيدنا وحبيبنا ولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين <laughs> What's going on guys? I feel like I keep making these apology segments over and over again But here's another apology I'm so sorry I missed last night Things got so hectic We got back to the hotel at like 1am um and then our flight was at like 5 a.m and oh man that night was terrible 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 but alhamdulillah i am now home back in michigan um with the bipolar weather so that means i have a lot more time well not a lot but i have more time here and there to um study my topics get my talks ready and record um which means <laughs> consistent uploads hopefully inshallah allah willing uh I know I missed two days in a row, which is something that I did not want to do at all whatsoever. So in order to make up for it, I'm going to be posting tonight, tomorrow morning, and tomorrow night. Inshallah, inshallah, if all goes well. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, today's question, you know, I had a bit of debating to do on what question I wanted to do. Uh, because if you guys remember the last one that I uploaded, Polygamy in Islam, when someone asked me a very good question afterwards... Uh, and I thought that that could actually maybe possibly be a segment of its own um, But I'm not 100% sure about that So for now, I'm going to skip that I'll probably do that either tomorrow morning If I do decide to do it uh, If not, I might just make like a, I might include in a shorter segment You know, who knows what I'll do But for tonight, today's question is The benefits of uh, the different prayers uh, And how they affect us How they benefit us In what ways and uh, why we should do them, right? So, of course, as we all know, there are five prayers. And these are the absolute, absolute essentials to Islam. You know, any non-Muslim will tell you that Muslims pray five times a day, right? Uh, <laughs> and Miftah uh, al-Jannah is the key to Jannah. And we need this key in our life in order to move forward. Without it, there's kind of no point in our life, you know? Uh, first, this concept of salah came as a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the Prophet sallallahu which a lot of people actually misunderstand. Um, you know, the Prophet sallallahu had just gone through one of the most terrible moments of his life. Uh, he was in a very, very uh, harsh state of life. He had just lost his beloved wife, Khadija radiallahu anha. He had just lost his beloved uncle, Abu Talib. Um, who was not a Muslim but was one of his greatest supporters, you know, the backbone uh, in the early days of Islam, uh, albeit a non-Muslim, uh, subhanAllah. And, uh, you know, he had lost these two very important figures in his life. This was right after the boycott. He was, it was a very harsh, very hard situation for the Prophet And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took this chance to bring his Prophet close to him. He took this chance to 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 remind the Prophet ﷺ once more of the greatness of his work, uh, and he took the Prophet ﷺ on the journey of Isra ul Mi'raj. Uh, as we all know, he went to Jerusalem with uh, Jibra'il salam uh, by his side, where he led all the prophets in congregational prayer, and uh, afterwards he ascended to the heavens above. Uh, where he met with uh, the forefathers of Islam and he met, uh, you know, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the gift of salah, a means of connection, of communication, 
with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a means of, of uh, conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, a means of understanding, a way for us to reach into the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and benefit from them in this world. Uh, so this, this is the greatness of, and the importance of salah uh, itself, uh, in and of itself in essence. And why salah is so important to us as Muslims in our daily lives and why we should never, 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 uh, you know, we should strive our best to never miss a prayer, inshallah. Uh, so let's just break down a few of the benefits of each of the five prayers. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into detail because we're already uh, almost five minutes in. Um, the first prayer is Fajr. Uh, Fajr is of great importance. The Fajr prayer is, 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 is very, very important to a believer. Uh, and I believe, you know, that is, you know, for example, when we do anything in our daily lives, when we eat, drink water, uh, change clothes, whatever it may be we're doing, we always begin with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah, uh, the most merciful, the most benevolent, uh, right? Uh, the most magnificent. Uh, and we start any action we do in this, and therefore there is barakah and blessing in it from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, when we wake up in the morning and we do our Fajr prayer, this is as though we are saying that this is like the Bismillah to our day. When we wake up, Shaytan has tied three knots behind our head. Uh, and these aren't f obviously physical visual knots that you can, you know, touch and see and grab or not, but uh, more figurative. And these knots make a person very lazy, very sluggish, tired, drained, you know, uh, irresponsive, whatnot. Uh, and the way to break these knots To untie these knots is to The first knot when your person wakes up They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You read the dua Alhamdulillahi ladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur And uh, you, you, you glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And this will untie the first knot And the second knot is untied When a person gets up from his bed Goes, he cleans himself He washes his face He makes wudu He purifies himself This unties the second knot and the third knot is then uh, untied by a person who just completes his Fajr prayer, who prays his Fajr Salah. That person has untied the third knot and he is refreshed. He is lively. He is energized. He is uh, productive. You know, there's so many benefits. You know, this is the first good step forward to our day. It's a gateway to our day. It's a good day. A person who prays Fajr is under the protection, direct protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, a person who prays Fajr uh, will be protected from the hellfire. Uh, a person who, uh, the Prophet ﷺ has said that the two rakahs of Sunnah before Fajr are more important than this world and whatever it contains in it. Um, and uh, the, a person who prays Fajr in the masjid in congregation and he sits afterwards remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until the sun has risen and then he prays two rakahs of nawafil. That person is, uh, it is as though he has completed the Hajj and the Umrah and he will be rewarded as so. Uh, so Fajr is an overall very, very, very important first step to our day. Very important prayer in our life. There's many benefits of it. Uh, it also comes in pairs. A person who prays the Isha prayer in congregation is as though he has worshipped half of the night. And if you praise the Fajr prayer in congregation, is as though he has worshipped the other half of the night. So therefore, the full night, if you pray Aisha and Fajr in the masjid, is as though you have been worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the entire night. A uh, person who prays uh, Asr and Fajr, uh, he will be protected from the Jahannam. Uh, a person who uh, prays the Maghrib and Asr, he will be guided towards Jannah. 
uh, there's just so many uh, f- benefits of Fajr itself. So we'll move along to the next prayer because Fajr kind of got long. In Dhuhr, Dhuhr is the second prayer of the day. Uh, and uh, it is the time when the gates of Jannah are opened for Muslims. Uh, the gates of heaven are wide open. It is important, very, very important to do good deeds at this time. Uh, and Salah is the most important uh, and one of the best deeds a person can do is to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and a person who prays Dhuhr on time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showers them with His mercy and His blessings, and they'll be protected from the hellfire in the day of judgment uh, if they pray their Dhuhr salah. Next up is the Asr. Um, whoever uh, offers, I, I mentioned earlier, Fajr and Asr, that person will enter into Jannah. Uh, it protects a person from Jahannam uh, Asr prayer itself protects a person from Jahannam And a person who prays Asr will have success in this life And in the hereafter uh, You know, Asr time is one of the best times to make dhikr as well So a person should, should try to make dhikr after their Asr prayer uh, Set aside uh, uh, time to do dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, after, the, uh, after the Asr prayer uh, and it's also mentioned in the Quran uh, This is a very good time The next prayer is the Maghrib prayer The sunset prayer uh, If a person does not offer the Maghrib prayer uh, Intentionally they, uh, they will be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, And Allah will pour all of his blessings and rewards On a person who offers Maghrib on time As soon as the sun has set All duas and wishes are, co- uh, are accepted at this time uh, and a person who prays Maghrib will have success and barakah in their wealth, in their family, their rizq will be will be blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last prayer is um, uh, Isha prayer, as we know, the night prayer. As I mentioned earlier, a person who, meant, who prays this prayer in the masjid, the congregation, it is as though he has spent half the night uh, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, it is a very, very great blessing. So, Please make sure you do not try to miss Isha prayer. A lot of people I know sometimes they get tired, lazy, especially in the summer. You know, Isha is at eleven o'clock. You know, so in the masjid, so um, a person should very, very much try to uh, delay their sleep as much as possible until they pray Isha. Um, dua after Isha is very uh, readily accepted. Uh, if a person prays Isha, they they gain peace and and uh, self uh, self contentment in a sense. Yeah, they're calm and content with themselves within themselves inner peace uh, for those of you who have watched Kung Fu Panda <laughs> they gain uh, inner peace and there's just so many overall many benefits to Salah itself um, a person gains the value of time uh, good control on time uh, you know a person manages their time very well a person uh, just feels relaxed and energized in the masjid because the masjid this is what the masjid is designed for you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it a place of a uh, virtue, a place of blessing, a place of calm and ease. You know, it's protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should try to spend most of our time in the masjid if possible. But uh, these prayers themselves, they, 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 they benefit a person very much uh, if they are done on time with khushu and khudu, sincerity, devotion, dedication, uh, love and attention. You know, nowadays, unfortunately, we pray uh, our prayers very quickly. Um, we can sit on our video games for hours and hours But you know If it's more than 7 minutes long uh, We get a- antsy and anxious So this was just a little bit of a longer uh, segment uh, On the different prayers Because there are 5 of them So I knew it would take a little bit longer But uh, inshallah 
Jazakumullah khair for listening Please do try to uh, share with your friends And uh, let other people know uh, And inshallah we will continue from there Jazakumullah khair Assalamualaikum And I'll see you guys in the morning